Welcome to Time Lapse, Season 5 of the Dayton Women in the Word podcast. In this season, we track how God works in and through our guests' lives over the course of time. In each episode, you will hear two interviews recorded about six months apart. Of course, we chat scripture, encouragement, and the character of God in both interviews. We dwell richly together in every season. We invite you, sister, no matter your current season, to come along for the journey. Welcome back to the Dayton Women in the Word podcast. Uh, My name is Jillian Vincent, and I am your host today. And I have the distinct pleasure (laughs) of introducing my friend Emma to you. You want to say hi, Emma? Hello. (laughs) I'm so excited to have my friend on the podcast today. We are all about, uh, this season is called Time Lapse. And it's all about kind of tracking what God does in someone's story over the course of time. And uh, we don't want to put God in a box, but we are expecting him to do things within us over that the course of that time. But we um, he could do a whole lot outside of us as well. So we just get to track that with the guests that are on this season. And we're doing that with Emma today. So Emma, I know who you are. <laughs> But will you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about who you are and what God has you up to in this season of your life? Yeah. So I'm Emma, as Jillian said. Um, I am a wife and mom. Mm -hmm. My husband and I will celebrate our five-year anniversary this year. Congratulations. (laughs) And we have a -a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter and a seven-week-old son. Who has joined us on the podcast. Yes, he's here in the studio with us. He is now the second baby (laughs) man that has been on the podcast after Matthias. Yes. Um. And I get the pleasure of staying at home with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, that is recent. Mm-hmm. So we've been enjoying that. Mm-hmm. I have known Jesus for, well, I'm like trying to do quick math in my head. I want to <laughs> say I've known Jesus for nine years okay. now. I grew up in the church. Going on a decade. Yeah. But didn't really get to know Jesus until I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just been really sweet walking with him since then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you're part of a church plant? Yes. My husband Dayton. and I are part of a church plant okay. downtown. Okay. Um, we live in the city. Yeah. And so that has been a really neat thing to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, we joined that church plant from a big church. Mm-hmm. So it's just been really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, to have the Lord lead us there. That's awesome. Yeah. So cool. So I guess what is God doing in your life right now? How do you see him? What isn't God doing in my life? That is, that's the real question. There are so many different areas where I feel like the Lord is just really working in my heart. Mm -hmm. So the first is obviously my kids. Um, being patient and Mm -hmm. loving them well Mm -hmm. and stewarding them well, Mm -hmm. um, trying to show them Jesus, Mm -hmm. obviously not being perfect Mm -hmm. at that. Mm -hmm. Um, excuse me. 
And then um, my husband. So like this is actually an example where I just said my kids first Mm -hmm. and I'm really trying to learn to put my husband first. Mm -hmm. And that is something um, that the Lord, I just have to go to the Lord for that. And, um, and in our marriage and adding kids to our marriage Mm -hmm. and, um, I'm not really a kind pregnant lady. So, you know, (laughs) being postpartum now, um, my husband, um, and also just continuing to let him lead us. Mm. Um, so my husband and my kids, my family being Mm -hmm. at home. Um, but then in that, and like you mentioned, we're we're a church plant. So something else the Lord is showing we're a church plant. We're part of a church <laughs> plant. Um that the Lord is showing me is where my mission is in mm-hmm. this season. Um I just read something <laughs> um really compelling the other day from Risen Motherhood mm-hmm. online about not comparing your family to other families. Mm-hmm. Um and f- I read that post. Yeah, it yeah. was just really good um, because we all have different callings. And mm-hmm. so for me, I'm learning that that the Lord wants me to focus on my family, mm-hmm. my husband and my kids first. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's hard when you're part of a church plant and mm-hmm. when you're surrounded by community that yeah. loves to serve, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Like yeah. that's not bad <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> But for me, right. um, it is hard sometimes because I say no to a lot of things. Yeah, um, I actually just stepped down from a from a service role at our mm-hmm. church plant to mm-hmm. serve our family more, and mm-hmm. that that's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Lord is showing me that, mm-hmm. um, and that it's okay to serve um, in. I'm doing air quotes here in little things. Yeah. Um, taking meals to friends mm-hmm. and sending them Starbucks gift cards. Yeah. You know, like if I can't be there. Yeah. Um, to show up in the little ways. Yeah. Um, and so all of that goes together. Yeah. And that is really like where the Lord and I are working right now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I'm in a very similar place in life as Emma. And, um, there have been days where I have just felt (laughs) viscerally that my kids need so much of me right now. They are so little and literally (laughs) like, I mean, this just changed because I just weaned Matthias, but like literally subsisting off of my body, whether I'm pregnant or nursing or, um, and sometimes we see that as being less of a service to God's kingdom or less significant somehow. And that is something that I have worked through many, many times with the Lord and trying to figure out what he has specifically for me. Because when mm-hmm. I do that, then I can celebrate what other people mm-hmm. are doing instead of like questioning mm-hmm. if I'm enough or if um, I'm making the right call right. or, right. you know, whatever. And I think I see too in that, that moms are lonely, yeah. you know, moms are really lonely. And like you said, it's easy to be at home with your kids and mm-hmm. think I'm not enough mm-hmm. or I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are, and there's purpose in that. So mm-hmm. not only being reminded of that myself, yeah. but then showing up for those people that the Lord mm-hmm. has, like, you know, taking a new mom, mm-hmm. a meal is not insignificant. Right. And I right. think, we have to remember and that. any mom that has been on the receiving yes. end of that 
Yes. <laughs> saying amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. I know like Emma um, and I have both have had children in the winter time. Oh yeah. Can you talk to me a little bit? <laughs> About that, Emma. Listen, if my husband and I can help it, we will not be having any more winter babies. It, so our our firstborn was born in May, mm-hmm. and that was all things lovely. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to have her naked all the time, yeah. and we were out. I was out like three days postpartum. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, this year we've had a baby when it has been record breaking temperatures yeah. and a record breaking flu season. Yeah. Uh, so we have not been any. I can yeah. count on my hands yeah. all the places we've been since. We got you at, at Apex. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in public. Date for the word um, podcast since he's been born, yeah. and it ha- it's just been woof. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, and no. and I think too this goes into another thing where it's easy to connect online Mm -hmm. and that is a beautiful thing that we have that, that Mm -hmm. I have been able to connect with people and, Mm -hmm. um, haven't felt completely isolated, but there's a time and a place for social interaction and in person interaction. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's needed. And for my, my kiddo too, I want her to be able to see her friends. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So it, yeah. 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 I mean, when I had Titus in January, it, just navigating to that was a first kid like trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to even like work a car seat right. and then <laughs> right. and then like on top of all the other things and the schedule and like all of those kinds of um and figuring out how who you are right. too you know I think there's just a lot of like layers uh, that are happening yes. you know at one type so how is how's God sustaining you right now if you know you're kind of feeling mm-hmm. separated from in-person community, mm-hmm. you know, even part of that being our church when mm-hmm. I, you know, we can't, mm-hmm. we can't attend church. Um, sometimes when our kids are, are sick or that little or, you yeah. know. Trying to keep them from getting sick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, just in grace, honestly, yeah. um, one thing that I've learned is to just kind of soak up the Lord where I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things too, that I've been working on in our home is leaving the TV off. Mm -hmm. Um, and so playing Christ-centered music Mm -hmm. or listening to a podcast Mm -hmm. while I'm doing the dishes, Mm -hmm. um, that the Lord is, is all around us and Mm -hmm. in us. And so Mm -hmm. finding him in the little things and Mm -hmm. in the mundane, you Mm -hmm. know, it's not always realistic to, um, sit down and get 30 minutes of quality time Mm -hmm. with the Lord, but. Um, to just find him where I can. <laughs> and also yeah. in my friendships, yeah. um, in being able to connect online, mm-hmm. um, that following, this is probably a whole nother podcast, <laughs> but um, following, I the word I have in my mouth is healthy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, healthy mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. Um, where I can see Christ in them yeah. or the Lord can speak to me through them. Mm-hmm. Um has been really good. And also anybody who's in the throes of young motherhood knows that you have to rely on the Lord mm-hmm. that, you know, when it's bedtime and my kid is suddenly dehydrated mm-hmm. and needs 8 million stuffed animals in her bed <laughs> that I'm like, okay, Lord, I need patience, yeah. you know? Um, and, and that is, it's humbling. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, I think it's interesting because, oh, hello, Elias. I feel like um, we get to this point where, like Emma was saying, she's been following the Lord 
close to a decade now. And we get to a point where we cannot, we have so much trouble figuring out like what is, does our time with the Lord look like? And sometimes it's like time to be, and I feel like this, we discredit um, when we come into young motherhood that now's a time to be a doer of the word, mm-hmm. like that the Lord has been sowing in you for a while and you never, it's not, I'm going to disconnect from the word right now. It is that my um, concentration of how I do that is going to be different. So I'm going to change that up, but I'm also going to be um, tested in how I practice Mm -hmm. the word right now. Like I was reading something about how um, so much of what we think about when we think about discipling our children is gospel presentation. But when you have a three-year-old and a, well, I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old right now. Emma has a, is Aria three? She'll be three She'll in May. She'll be so three in May. Two, yeah. <laughs> she's two and a half and a real itty-bitty infant. And so presenting the gospel to them right now, I feel like is less important than applying the gospel right. to them right now and showing them what Jesus has right. done for us through our actions. And there will be many opportunities to say, this is why I parent you the way I parent you because of Jesus, but they don't have a complete understanding of that right now. I mean, certainly we can tell them and there's there, I encourage you to do that. But I would say like you're applying the word, applying the gospel is happening right now. And the two words that you said there are do and be, Hmm. right? So I've talked about how I say no to a lot of things. So I'm doing less, but yeah. I'm be I'm doing air quotes again. Being more <laughs> yeah. in a sense where I'm be I'm praying that I can be like Jesus yeah. for my kids. Yeah. Um and like you said, showing them. Yeah. Um even in little things. So Aria, um I think it's more of an excuse than anything, <laughs> but has been scared at bedtime. Hmm. Um and so just being able to pray with her. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, when I pray she doesn't she doesn't know Jesus mm. fully, you know, mm-hmm. she doesn't have a relationship with him, but, um, it's just neat, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you get to experience, like, this is something I'm really passionate about, so I'm <laughs> going to try not to go on a soapbox, but like now is the time when you, um, you crave pure spiritual milk. Because that's how you're, nur- you know, you are nourishing your child. So y- if you can see yourself as your child, mm-hmm. you can see how God is ministering to you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you um, experience like pain and childbirth, right? Like even if you have did everything with as many interventions as possible, like pregnancy is really painful. Yeah. Um no matter how you make those choices, you experience the curse of sin. Like, and so you experience the pain that, that in part, just a, a fraction of how Jesus took on pain for you because you're taking on pain for your child. Mm-hmm. When you sacrifice sleep for your child, that's, you know, you experience how Christ sacrificed for you. And like every part of um, pregnancy and postpartum leads us back to yeah. Jesus. Amen. Yeah. 
Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and I think I want to, well, and I want to mention my husband again, you know, going back to him and obviously he leads our home and he's yeah. a part of our, yeah. our, our house and, um, the head of our household is, um, you know, I said letting him do that. And so, um, when he, I, I don't like to be challenged. Hmm. I don't think many people do. Um, but I, I'm trying to articulate my words. Um, just letting him speak to me, yeah. you know, that I said, you know, my, the Lord uses my friends, but also mm-hmm. the Lord uses my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, <laughs> baby. Um, Eliza said, amen. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I just sometimes have a hard time hearing him and I mm-hmm. think it's important, you know, we focus on our kids so much, but it's also important to not lose sight or forget that my husband is a huge part of my life yeah. and raising our kids. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So it's definitely an area that the Lord is working in my heart right now. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned earlier about like the emotions that go along with this time period and like working that out with your like relationship. So mm-hmm. how would you encourage someone who is feeling weary maybe in their emotions or also weary in their marriage. You know, it sounds like God's teaching a lot about those things right now. What would you tell somebody um, who wants to follow Jesus in this time of their life um, in those areas? First of all, that it's okay and it's normal to feel that way and that you're not alone. Yeah, I think that is something that – as a new mom, it's easy to talk about our kids and our bodies and, mm. um, but we kind of forget about our marriages, which mm. is the whole purpose of, mm. you know, what the Lord is, is showing me. And so, mm. um, you know, for me, I'm learning to listen <laughs> and, um, my husband has wisdom and, um, but it's okay. It's okay to not want to. It's not, it isn't, but it is, Hmm. right? It's normal to not want to listen or to just be emotional and fly off the handle. And Hmm. I'm a a turtle, as he calls it. So (laughs) the minute there's contention, Mm. I'm like, bye. Mm. Um, But to stay Mm. um, and to let the Lord work in that. Mm. Um, This Risen Motherhood had something else on, on Facebook the other day about you know, if it's eight o'clock and the kids are in bed and you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix and you're tired, that's okay. Mm. This, this isn't necessarily going to be a season of like super great bonding with Mm. your husband. Mm. Um, because like Jillian said, so much of us is needed elsewhere, Mm -hmm. but I think to just be present and, um, for me remembering like my husband has feelings and emotions too. Yeah. Adding, another child to our family is just as overwhelming to him as it is to me. Yeah. Um, and so to consider, to consider him, um, when I want to consider myself, right. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm tired. My body hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two little people who are constantly demanding, um, my attention. Yeah. And, um, so to think that another person needs me is a lot, but he was there first. Yeah. And and I think we, we forget that. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, you know, that the marriage is really what, how God's actual metaphor <laughs> for how he loves us. Mm-hmm. So it's like Christ loved, loves the church 
as, you know, uh, a marriage relationship. So it's interesting that you talk about remembering, like there's a, that's been a theme. I need to remember Jeremiah, remember my marriage. I need to remember that he is my priority, you know, above my children. But that's really cool because that's a connection of how like all throughout the Old Testament, (laughs) the problem with the Israelites (laughs) is that they don't remember God. And that's like the, every time there's like a leader, he says, remember Mm -hmm. God, you know, um, And uh, I just, it's when you consider your husband, it's like you are also, um, it's a practice for considering God, Mm -hmm. right? And the word actual to submit in the Bible, um, when you look up the meanings, it's consider. (laughs) So you were saying consider Jeremiah, I need to consider him. And when we submit, we consider and we're called to submit to the Lord ultimately and consider him in all things. And that that plays out in how you how you are a wife, how you are a mother and any other role that God has you. And again, just listening as I listen to us. Yeah, it is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And that's why we need Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I know you were saying that you don't get that 30 minutes of time that, you know, maybe you used to in the word, but how is the word impacting your current season of life, Emma? The word is impacting me by reminding me that I need it. <laughs> so I, there've been a couple years where I'm like, I'm going to read the Bible in a year. Mm-hmm. It totally doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a failure, right? I've been yeah. walking with the Lord for nine years. Like I should be able to read the Bible in a year. That's I have said that so many Gosh. times, Emma. <laughs> yes. It, and it really, for some reason that makes me feel terrible. Yeah. So this year I was like, I'm going to read the Bible in a year with yeah. Dayton and Dayton women in the word, but it might take me two years. Yeah. And so the thing in that is that there's grace. Hmm. And um, so I have decided that if I can sit down two or three days a week and get mm-hmm. those 30 minutes, mm-hmm. it's better than not being present and yeah. not showing up for the Lord every day yeah. and scrambling to get five minutes or scrambling mm. to get 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it might take me two years, Yeah, but I'm doing it. Yeah. And I think in that, when I open my Bible, it doesn't have to speak to where I am in this season of yeah, motherhood. It's right. just being there. Yeah. There's just something when I sit down and I'm like, okay, yeah. this is so refreshing. Yeah. Um, so I'm still in Job. Yeah. <laughs> so we I was hey. reading Job the other day. And you know, like the Lord isn't take allowing the devil to take everything away from me right Praise now. God. But I was still able to pull so much out of that. Yeah. Um, and just thanks and gratitude. And yeah. so just opening the word, being thankful for it and being present, being able to commune with God. Yeah. That's what it's all about for me right now. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, (laughs) I've been in, um, judges and I was like talking to my quad about it and I was like, normally I come to quad and I feel like, and this is just my personality as well as I'm in ministry. So it's like part of my life in many different ways. But I was just like, Guys, I don't know what I'm learning in Job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, 
like I have no revelations for yeah. you. But I just know I but I've been looking forward to being in my Bible every day. You still open it and you still read it. And yeah. That's, that's what matters. And we have this uh Christina, um, our administrative director on, on our team, she wrote a team journal for our blog and our our like mission at Dayton Women in the Word is that we would dwell richly in the word of God. That's our mission verse in Colossians. But um, she wrote this really profound blog post about how we have to let the word dwell richly within us. Like we have to turn that upside down mm-hmm. because we've been viewing it as the thing that we do. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the thing God wants to do in us mm-hmm. and, and to us, really. I mean, when when he allows his word to dwell richly mm-hmm. in us, yeah. he's working on us. Yes. And we have this idea that we are working on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I really appreciate her insight yeah. for all of us, mm-hmm. um, starting right on our team. Yeah. So And, you know, again, as a young mother, yeah. it's hard to get that time. Yeah. And again, there's a time and a place for Christ-centered music and for podcasts yeah. and for Bible studies. Yeah. But you have to, you still have to open your actual Bible. Yes. Yeah. It it has to be done. Yeah. 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 I was thinking about that with the babies. Like right now they need breast milk or formula. Mm -hmm. That's all. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you gave them juice, it wouldn't, it wouldn't (laughs) be good. Don't give your baby juice. Don't give your baby juice. Like you can't. And it it makes us laugh. It's laughable. But sometimes we do that to ourselves. And it's not like that it it's not like the, the things that we choose instead of the word are necessarily bad right. but they're not actually what we need right. and again give yourself permission yeah. to to not be perfect in that yeah. again like two days three yeah. days a week like there's so much there's grace in every season but yeah. there's so much grace in this season yeah Absolutely. So any uh, thoughts about Job that you want to share before we leave? <laughs> I I did not bring my Bible. I wish I had brought my Bible because I, I'm trying to um, remember. I actually had texted a friend about it. Um, and of course, right now, I'm not remembering what it was. It's okay. It's working on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really going to bother me now. I'm going to leave here and I'm going to text Jillian later. Well, she'll give us a heads up when she comes back for yes. her second interview. I'm yes. excited to see what God does over the course of, you know, this this time yeah. span and see what how he dwells richly with you. I, you know, I think Job, there's like these friends that come along him that aren't very good. Tell me about okay, it. Okay, I remember. Tell me. It is that. As Job loses things, his first, the first thing he does is he worships. <laughs> that was so profound to me <laughs> because that's not what Emma would do. <laughs> and I just thought, wow, you know, and even in the little things, again, like things aren't being taken away from me, but I have huh. little frustrations and yeah. little annoyances and I'm not worshiping the Lord in that. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. And so that, that really stuck out to me. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. See, it's working on you. It's working on you. Yeah. I think the thing about Job that hit me is that just how um, terrible his friends are to him. (laughs) And just like, I don't want to be that kind of friend. And especially 
in this like mm. t- kind of tender season of our of our lives that me and you are in, um, how we can come alongside new mamas um, mm. is not to shame them about how much they're getting done. And I think maybe not to shame ourselves. Mm. I think that's a, another thing. Like if you would not tell another sister in Christ what you are telling yourself, mm-hmm. then maybe that's a clue Amen. that you shouldn't be telling it to yourself Amen. either. So when I was walking through Job, I was like, well, actually I have really good friends and none of them would really do this to me. Mm-hmm. But you know who does this to me is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like I I think worshiping is helpful because it takes it's not only the right thing to do, but it's what the good thing for us to do because it takes our lies that we tell ourselves and it gets us completely out of that thought process and puts our mind on Jesus. And what usually happens when we put our minds on Jesus is we're kinder to ourselves Mm too. And like not in like a a self-centered kind of way in a god-centered kind of way because we see god we see ourselves how god sees us and it comes until i bring the babies back into this yeah because i look at my kids yeah and i think about how much i love them yes it is a crazy stupid love yes having kids is the best thing and the worst thing yes because you open yourself up to this love yeah that will wreck you yes and then i think the Hmm. lord loves me more than that Hmm. I, okay, (laughs) you know, but we forget that. I know, I know. I screw up and I mess up and I, there's shame and there are coals on my head and I don't think that the Lord's looking at me the the way that I look at my kids. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that too, like when you have a second kid, you're like, how am I going to love this kid as much as I love the other one? But then your love, it's true that it multiplies. Mm -hmm. It's not division, it's Mm -hmm. multiplication. And I think about the Lord and his family and who his children are and how he loves each one of us with that much love lavished upon us. Like I think it says in first John, like it's just, it's, it's cool. (laughs) I don't have any better words for it. No, I know I'm trying, but I can't, but it's cool to share that with one another. Um, so cool. I'm excited to see what God does and how he keeps lavishing on you, Emma. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Bye, Emma and Elias. (laughs) Last time we spoke with Emma, we talked a lot about how to navigate our relationship with the Lord with really little kiddos at home. We also talked about her desire to be in the word and and how to do that in her current season of life and not according to other people's seasons of life. We also talked about discernment over our decisions in this season and how we really have to go to the Lord with our yeses and nos. So let's check back in with Emma and see how the Lord has guided her this year. I want to say welcome back, but this is the second part of the episode, so they've already been welcomed. <laughs> They're still here. <laughs> They're still here. So hi, guests. Hi. Thanks for being here. Uh, but we're here for the second time with Emma, and so excited to hear <laughs> what God's been doing in your life over the past six or so months. So 
Um, can you just tell us what's changed or remained the same? Bring us up to speed uh, <laughs> since the last interview. My tiny baby isn't tiny. I know. <laughs> He's not in the studio with I us know. today. He's even crawling around and getting into everything. Oh, man. I really can't believe that it's actually been like six or seven months, which yeah. is a crazy thing. Yeah. Um, so what has changed mm-hmm. and what has stayed the same? Yes. I feel like... Not much has changed, you know, Mm -hmm. but I think it's just the openness and willingness to just hear from the Lord. Mm -hmm. So last time, it's funny, I talked a lot about um, like doing the year plan with Dayton Women in the Word and just finding time to like sit down with the Lord and Mm -hmm. read your Bible Mm -hmm. and it's just so funny because I feel like constantly in the season, you're like, grace, grace, grace. Yeah. So I've abandoned the yearly reading plan. Mm-hmm. It's just sure not, not going to happen, yeah. you know? And that's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think it's just so funny because it's easy to put condemnation on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, another year. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I did Hosea this yeah, summer. awesome. Yeah, and we're doing Nehemiah um, mm-hmm. at church right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things. Like, we met this week for Nehemiah, and we were talking about, like, we had three weeks in between gatherings, yeah. and probably a lot of us did not steward our time as well as we should have. That's a long time in between. It is. Yeah. Just but, the way the schedule works. Yes. Yeah. But you know, and it's not usually three weeks. Right. It was, but um, the thing is, like, it, we still got in our Bible. Like, yeah. I still sat down and mm-hmm. read my Bible, and that was more than I was doing beforehand. Yeah. So I think as far as, like, that goes, that is the same, but it's changing, mm-hmm. you know, where you just mm-hmm. have to be willing to like go with the flow. I feel yeah. like I'm always saying that, like it's all about going with the flow. Yeah. And there's no like time in the word that's bad times. Exactly. exactly. So like, I like to say like, you know, that kid's song, like deep and wide, yes. like we need to go deep and we need to go wide yes. in the Bible. So like God had you starting out going <laughs> wide and now he's having yeah. you go deep. And that's still, like, yes. the, that's still his guidance. That's yes. still his Holy Spirit doing that. And yes. that's, way that's a way better plan than mm-hmm. anything that and it's else could so put valuable too because um one of the things I was sharing this week is you know last time I talked about Job and this time yeah. we're doing Nehemiah and I've read Job yeah. before like Nehemiah probably isn't a book where I'd like pick up my Bible and be like I'm gonna read Nehemiah yeah, right but it's still so cool that when you make the time the Lord mm-hmm. uses it mm-hmm. and just what I'm learning you know you're like oh wow there's mm-hmm. still so I mean, obviously, yeah. obviously it's so rich and there's so yeah. much, but just yeah. to let him bless yeah. you. Yeah. 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 I'm amazed at how like, especially like little expectations I still have of the mm-hmm. Old Testament in general mm-hmm. and like how it blows me away every yeah. time. Um, and I, yeah, I remember studying through Nehemiah with Dayton Women in the Word a couple years ago and just like, there are some things that just have not left me mm-hmm. like two years later. Yeah. And, um, like the images of them, like building the wall with like the sword in one hand and like using the other hand, like, (laughs) you know, I just don't, in my, in my head, it's like, I'm not in a place where I'm necessarily like, it doesn't feel like I'm physically building. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, it, my life is very physical Mm -hmm. with all these little kids. And, um, I do feel like I have to have, um, my Bible in yeah, one hand yes. and be building with the other. Yes. And I found a commentary that I loved that talks about like Nehemiah cared about the wall and loved the wall because Nehemiah loved the people mm. and God loves the people. And so I think like 
for me, that was very big picture mm-hmm. of like, you know, we're in the little things of like feeding my kids and trying to decide what yeah. I should commit to and not commit to and yeah. trying not to yell at my kids. And mm-hmm. the big picture is like, these are God's people and mm-hmm. I love them. And the people I'm in community with are God's people and mm-hmm. I love them. And mm-hmm. so just like coming out of the weeds a little bit and mm-hmm. just remembering like, okay, I'm, um, I'm not, you know, a bad mom, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm, I'm chosen. Like mm-hmm. I, like this is a bigger picture than like mm-hmm. my behavior today. Mm-hmm. And I can choose something because the Lord loves me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. It <laughs> makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. That's so awesome. So like, what are some, I mean, you're in Nehemiah, Nehemiah, Nehemiah right now. Yeah. Um, what were some things that God taught you through Hosea this oh, summer? Oh man, Hosea. So I love Hosea. Hosea is one of my um, favorite books because of, um, my personal story, but it just was probably like the deepest I've been into Hosea, Mm -hmm. which as a side, like another area of grace where I'm learning is like, however, so when I started the 365 plan, Mm -hmm. I was in my physical Bible. Mm -hmm. Now I've printed Nehemiah and it's Mm -hmm. in a binder like Mm -hmm. we did for Hosea. And Mm -hmm. there have been seasons where I've like listened to podcasts of like just scripture being read. And so just grace in that, like whatever medium it takes for you to like be in the word, like it's fine. Yeah. You know? Yes. Um, and I used to say this as exercise and now I'm saying (laughs) of, of, uh, we already joked about how like neither of us exercise, not into Um, it, but, uh, but whatever, because it's so hard to sometimes do, and there's such an enemy force against it. Like, mm-hmm. Satan does not want us to get in our Bibles, ladies. Nope. And so there's going to be a lot of um, pushback anytime mm-hmm. we we obey the mm-hmm. Lord in that. And so I just encourage the listener and just, like, encourage us today, like, whatever you need to get in your word, like, mm-hmm. to do that and invest in mm-hmm. that. And that's the best investment you will ever, yeah. ever make. Like. Yeah. If you um, need to start your own Bible study for accountability, do it. If you need a pretty, she reads truth Bible, mm-hmm. do it. Like, it, what is yes. gonna, what is going to get you there? And then once you're there, I think that the Lord will propel you to keep going mm-hmm. because um, you'll find that the richness is 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 there. So yeah, I'd say like that's such good advice is to change it up mm-hmm. um, if that helps you to to continue yeah. um, to to meet God there. Yeah. So. Hosea and this kind of still just plays into Nehemiah again because I think um a lot it's easy to get in the weeds with our identity like Mm. I'm a mom I'm a good mom or I'm a bad mom Mm. I'm a wife I'm a good wife or I'm a bad wife I'm a member of the church I'm a good member I'm a bad Mm -hmm. member that's not my identity that's not Mm -hmm. your identity and so with Hosea just being remembered like we are called we're chosen we're redeemed Mm -hmm. we're loved like the Lord will go to such great lengths for us. Mm. And I even, I think I talked about this last time, like when I think about my kids and how much I love them and to know like the Lord loves me in that crazy, stupid, like crazy, stupid way. I like can't even imagine. And again, it goes back to Nehemiah where like Mm. if I'm discontent or I'm condemning myself Mm. or I'm allowing the devil to Mm -hmm. condemn me, like that's not of the Lord. Mm. My identity's in him. Mm. And, it's just easy to forget that because mm-hmm. I do want to be a good mom and I do mm-hmm. want to be a good wife and you know, like there are good days and bad days, but mm-hmm. that doesn't change right. my hope yes. and change that I am a child of God. Right. right. It's so like, it's such a countercultural yes. and even just counterintuitive mm-hmm. thing to think that like who we are 
is more important than what we do. And certainly yeah. when we believe the truth about who we mm-hmm. are, it will change what mm-hmm. we do. But um, there's such freedom in recognizing yes. that. Yes. And um, it's it's a daily thing yeah. to have to remember. That. And if I can remember that, if you can remember that, like in the moment, those mm. hard moments, if I can step back and say, okay, Emma, like, you've you're forgiven like Mm. you're rescued I can take a deep breath and Mm. then I can like be a better everything Mm. um I can pass along Mm -hmm. like what has been Mm -hmm. passed to me or given to me right yeah right so it sounds like God has taught you a lot of truth since the first episode but what would you tell (laughs) yourself specifically if you you know would go back and say Emma this is what you what you need to know man it's okay yeah I like I really feel like this is such a theme and such a message which is it's funny like and good to talk about this now because it's just a consistent thing and it's relevant like if you're not a mom or Mm -hmm. you don't have little kids or Mm -hmm. you're not married like this is a consistent thing Mm -hmm. like we need to hang on to Mm -hmm. through life like Mm -hmm. one day I'm gonna be an empty nester Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and like my hope is in Christ. Mm. Like my worth is in Christ. Mm. Um, I'm, we're going to have good days. We're going to have bad days. Mm. You know, I'm going to make good choices. I'm going to make bad choices Mm -hmm. and it's okay. Some Mm -hmm. things are not okay. Right. You know, like, (laughs) but overall, like we're probably doing better than we think. Mm. Like people are hopefully being loved by us better than we think. Mm And we, we don't have to, like, just sit in this, like, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. And just like you mm-hmm. said, the culture, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay, so this is a quick <laughs> quick story. Yeah. So I used to follow, like, a ton of, like, fashion people on mm-hmm. Instagram um, before I, like, moved into leggings and shorts. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> The mom uniform. Yes, yeah. And but I couldn't I couldn't handle it. Like I got mm-hmm. to a point where I was like, this just isn't aligning like with my actual belief system. Mm-hmm. I love looking cute. I love cute things, but mm-hmm. I can't have this in my feed. Yeah. So I unfollowed all of them and started following all these like amazing women who love Jesus, mm-hmm. who are like in the word every day yeah. and like just really walk the walk, which mm-hmm. is so great. And I am not condemning them, mm-hmm. but I couldn't handle it. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. hang still mm-hmm. because even though they were like wonderful people setting a wonderful example that was like in my worldview Mm -hmm. I still felt not enough Mm -hmm. because I was like okay I'm not getting up at six o'clock and reading Mm -hmm. my bible and Mm -hmm. I'm not like I don't have bibles all over my house and um like sometimes I listen to whatever in the car and not a podcast and um and that's okay too to like unfollow those people Mm -hmm. and like give yourself space give yourself grace Mm -hmm. like that's not your worst not in that mm-hmm. you know like the lord knows where you are and he's going to meet you there mm-hmm. and he loves you mm-hmm. like nothing you do like he's not surprised yeah 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 um i've been off of instagram for like I don't know, like two or three weeks. I love it. I don't know. It feels like a lot. Like, good for you. If you can get off the internet, do it. Get (laughs) off the internet. You know, and I, it's, I'm a communicator, Mm -hmm. so I I value it, um, but we need breaks Mm -hmm. from it. And it's been really healthy for me because um, I think when this podcast comes out, 
I will have told the world this, but I'm pregnant. And so I have three little kids. We're so excited. We're so excited. <laughs> I've got three little kids at home already. Yeah. And I have um, another one on the way, which praise the Lord. But it's like, I just, I have this desire to also work out of the gifts that mm-hmm. God has given me. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to see other people producing that and mm-hmm. not being able in the season to do that mm-hmm. as much. I, mm-hmm. I definitely am still doing that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have this like book baby that I've been working on for mm-hmm. like six months now. Mm-hmm. And that was the baby I was hoping to have this year mm-hmm. and just like confess that, um, that God's plans are so much better than mine. Yeah. And I believe that, I really truly believe that that book will come, but this might not be the season. Yeah. And so I just needed to like, it, it's so funny because in the first trimester, I've been on my bed so much that I have been able to work on it even mm-hmm. some, but like, mm-hmm. I just don't have, I don't have a syllabus. Mm-hmm. I don't have a, a due date yeah. um, for it. I'm just I'm just trying to take joy in obeying without the necessary like um, need for an outcome yeah. from it. Well, and bringing it back to Nehemiah too, in this commentary, one of the things that I love too was um, like just connecting Nehemiah to Jesus mm-hmm. where like Nehemiah is building this wall to protect the people, the Israelites, so that there can be yeah. Jesus. And yeah. Um, and again, like just remembering that, like there's protection in that yeah. and there's blessing in that. Like when mm-hmm. we can't see it, mm-hmm. um, for like what the Lord has in the yes. season and this baby yes, for and sure. the book baby will come, the, you the know, like it will happen. Um, and then my other side note about the stinking internet is like, then you can't be present. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't even have a Facebook until mm-hmm. I started my business mm-hmm. and it's kind of necessary, but mm-hmm. like I definitely preferred not having yeah, it yeah. and so it's just yeah put your phone down yeah there's that's also there's, my <laughs> your two cents for today yeah, for sure for sure use it for how mm. I think God wants to redeem it yes um, and there's just certain ways about it but you have to you absolutely have to give dominion um to the Lord over your phone mm-hmm. and so that would be my encouragement is like have you prayed about your phone usage? Because if you have, and and the Lord, the Lord will certainly bless mm-hmm. that. Whoops, sorry guys. Um, <laughs> uh, that's is that ironic or is that? It just is funny? really ironic. <laughs> my babysitter's asking for my Kindle Fire code, which is even funnier about it. Um, oh, so millennial hilarious. mom. Yeah. So, what has uh, God taught you about His character or mm. His ways since the first interview? Man, God. Mm. That's not, I'm not taking your name in vain. I'm saying like, oh, you're so good. Yes. Um, yeah, just his character, I think too, in his, again, just kind of like I've said, his redeeming love, like his yeah. steadfastness. And and again, like so much of my testimony, like even coming to know Jesus has to do with grace and that, mm-hmm. like that's why I love Hosea, that like yeah. that pursuit and that forgiveness. Yeah. And it can be hard to wrap our minds around. Like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people struggle with that. And, mm-hmm. again, that's why it's such some something that's so consistent throughout our walk with yeah. the Lord of, like, coming back and just accepting it. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, that's the beauty of it, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's just this free gift. And, mm-hmm. 
again, that he were called mm-hmm. and what I'm called to, well, now I'm not answering your question. <laughs> <laughs> God is a forgiving, oh, he's a goodness. forgiving and he's a pursuing I think, God. Yeah, so that's just like his answer. character. Yeah. Like he is just there. He's this amazing father who loves us and he wants to see, here's, here's something about God. Yes. Like he gives so mm-hmm. richly and so generously. And I love pulling this out of Nehemiah too, where like the Israelites are crying and whining mm. like they do. <laughs> and, um, and it's not enough. And like, even in the season of being a mom with littles or mm-hmm. like my time or the things that I have, like it is, it's enough. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was literally talking to somebody even about my daughter, like, some she's very high energy so sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like a lot but Mm -hmm. like she's enough like she's not too much she's not not she's enough and the lord gives us enough and Mm. that's his character like Mm. he whatever we have is exactly what we need Mm -hmm. um and to and he knows that like Mm -hmm. he knows better than i know what i think i need Mm -hmm. you know like um and to to let that let it be, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. okay, thank you, Lord. Yes. I'm grateful and I'm content, like really like fighting for that, yeah. but I am. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's so, I don't know. There's been just these admissions from my heart as a mom, as a leader, as a wife. Um, and depending on the day, it's either like really helpful or really not helpful. Um, but just this realization that I am not enough, but that Jesus is enough and he gives Mm -hmm. me enough. Mm -hmm. And so that is one of those things that it's like really humbling as a a leader Mm -hmm. to come and say like, Hey, listen, I'm sorry. I know I didn't really measure mm-hmm. up to maybe what you were hoping for mm-hmm. or what I was hoping mm-hmm. for. But I also know that I'm, I need Jesus mm-hmm. every hour of every day and he has no condemnation right, over me. Right. And so that in itself is good leadership because yeah. it shows that, listen, I'm not trying to be like superwoman here. I'm just trying to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when you believe that, then you can look at your children and yeah. say like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're yeah. enough because yes. God is, yes. God is enough yes. and he's with you. Yeah. Yes. And the humility in that too, like to be able to turn around then to say that to my kids or to my husband yeah. of like, you've been made enough because yeah. of Christ. Yes. Like, yeah. yes. And Absolutely. so like, same here. Like yeah. <laughs> I messed up today, but right. like, you know, well, when you believe it of yourself, you yes. can believe it of others. Yes. And, um, it certainly helps our relationships mm-hmm. in so many yes. ways. Um, man, we've been talking a lot about God's word. So, I mean, is there anything, um, re- that you're hoping, um, for the rest of your study of Nehemiah, maybe, um, uh, you know, that will encourage you in this season or maybe encourage the group that you're, you're doing with what, what's kind of your hopes for the study and the season? I think just to be still and listen Mm -hmm. to, like, I think that's something that we get caught up a lot in like talking or like just not listening. And sometimes I feel, sometimes I feel like a crazy person because I I'm, I'm good at quitting things. Mm. Like I'm pretty good at that. Like I don't have a hard time saying no. Mm-hmm. And, um, but sometimes I'll say no and then I'll say yes and I'll say no and then I'll say yes. And it seems like, I'm like, oh my goodness, people must think I'm like so crazy or like, what is she doing? But like, I'm it, just trying to listen to the Lord yeah. the best I can. Mm-hmm. And 
so sometimes maybe I say yes to something and mm. then it's like, oh, probably yeah. shouldn't have said yes to that. And so just like in the study to just be still and to hear and learn what he would have me to say. So, mm. you know, um, a friend of mine told me, I was asking like, how do you get in your word? <laughs> or How do you get in the word? And she's like, I lead. I lead Bible studies mm. because it holds me accountable. Like you yeah. mentioned. And so yeah. that has, that's been something I've been praying through. Like yeah. I want to lead. So just like, um, and Lord's made it clear to me like what that should look like mm-hmm. after Nehemiah, mm-hmm. which I'm super grateful for. Woo-hoo. But again, it's scary yeah. because I'm like, okay, like I really want to make sure this is the right thing because I don't want to like start doing this and then be like, no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, you know, and again, to not be so concerned about what man thinks, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. it just like be with the Lord, walk yeah. with the Lord. And so, yeah, just to be still. And again, like I was telling you, Nehemiah is not a book that I probably would have chosen. And so like mm-hmm. to still be pulling things out of it yeah. is so cool. It's and so really I, cool. I don't want to miss that. Yeah. Yeah. And from the very beginning of uh, Nehemiah, it's so clear that God builds within us before he builds outside of mm-hmm. us and that's like his priority because mm-hmm. I you know when ne- Nehemiah just like drops to his knees and that's like his first reaction is to pray yes. um, man what an example for us but also just like uh, yeah I think I think it's hard because there's this pressure too to feel like we have to arrive at a certain place before mm-hmm. we um, give or before we serve or before we m- are in ministry. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's just never going to be, we're never going to arrive mm-hmm. this side of heaven. So if we don't do that now, then we won't do it mm-hmm. at all. I, like that, um, song, come you sinners, poor and yes. needy. Um, it says, if you tarry till you're better, mm-hmm. you'll never come, come at all. all. Yeah. And so it is such a blessing to me to lead because, yeah. um, there is nothing different about me than the rest. I think yes. God just knows I need more accountability yes. than the rest. Yeah. And, um, so that is a real big blessing to me to be able yeah. to meet him and then Well, leave. and even with stewardship. Like, stewardship is my jam. And, like, my husband and I always have this conversation because I really struggle right now in our home to open it up mm-hmm. because of our actual house. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, my husband's always like, Emma, if you're not going to invite people in like here now in the house we have, like what makes you think like if we have a bigger, more beautiful, more open home mm-hmm. that you would do mm-hmm. that? And I'm like, okay, dang. Like, <laughs> you know, but that's so true. Yeah. And so like the Lord has given us this house mm-hmm. and so I need to steward it. Mm-hmm. And the Lord has given me my time and mm-hmm. I need to steward it. And, yeah. um, yeah, you just have to be willing to say yes, really. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. I And I'm so thankful for Jeremiah for, like, I just, you guys have such a great, like, marriage and, and just example of, like, God really made you guys for each other to, like, encourage one another for that. And I, that spoke to me today because... We have a three-bedroom house, and <laughs> and we are about to have four kids, mm-hmm. um, and it is so – there have been several people who have already asked me, so you're going to be looking for a new house, mm-hmm. and I really have to fight back against mm-hmm. that and say, no, like what God has given us yeah. is plenty. Yeah. I just painted. Yeah. <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay, it's half painted, though. It's, it's, half of it is still red. I just got to confess. <sighs> Lord, help us finish the job. It's hard to paint when you have three little kids home. Oh, yeah. But I will say this, that, like, what God has given you is what he has given you to 
to give back to mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And and that's plenty. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I just think about the loaves and fishes mm-hmm. story, but also about like, I've been really touched by the story of the widow's mite uh, uh, recently that um, she gave all she had, which looked very small, mm-hmm. like two pennies or something. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, Jesus held her up as an example in front of the, mm-hmm. the religious leaders of the day. She gave all she had. Mm-hmm. She gave out of her poverty, but you gave out of your mm-hmm. wealth. And when looking at that, I am so like, well, um, you know, we are not poor, but then I have to back up and say, actually, I feel really poor right now. Mm -hmm. I feel poor. I feel uh, like I was praying earlier. I feel a poverty of energy and I feel a poverty of room in my Mm -hmm. home. I feel a poverty of time and I feel a poverty of patience. But God is calling me to give not out of my abundance, but out of his. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I believe that he supplies yes, all the needs yes. that we we need to follow him. He's given us everything we need for for righteousness, for um, living a life for him. Yeah. Uh, life and godliness is that verse in Second uh, Peter. And so, like, I believe that. And I believe that when you open up your home, God's going to bless that and show you that you have, like, more than enough, you know? Oh, yeah. So oh, good. Yeah. Well, and even in our kids, like... <laughs> Oh man, I was telling somebody this yesterday, like the things I'm constantly like having to teach Aria mm-hmm. are the things that I am, I have no doubt that yeah. the Lord is like, that's for you. Hey <laughs> Emma, you know, where I'm like, that's for you. literally this morning, like she asked for orange juice. So I gave her orange juice, but it wasn't in the right cup. Oh no. Like you asked for orange juice. I gave you orange juice. <laughs> Be thankful and yeah. content. Yeah. That, the irony of that yeah. is not lost on me, yeah. you know, like, yeah. okay, Lord, like, yeah. I need to this be is my orange juice and content. Yes, so much orange juice everywhere. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great example, and he yeah. does that all the time. Oh man, all the time. So you know, in sort of wrapping up, what has God challenged you? How has He challenged you in your walk with Him since um, our first mm. recording? Man, so many things. Yeah. You know, like, I think the biggest thing, too, like you just said, like, right, everything that we're saying cannot be done without him. Mm -hmm. Like, and saying yes. Like, I'm saying yes to him carrying me Mm -hmm. and him showing up in patience and in energy and in, like, loving people well mm-hmm. like he's gonna do that mm-hmm. like one of my favorite um gifs gifts whatever you say <laughs> i don't know um, how to say it but i know what you mean is this lady um saying jesus jesus did that he did that Aww. and i love like sending that to people mm-hmm. just about like most random things because mm-hmm. he did do that and mm-hmm. he is doing that and to remember that yeah and so i think that's my challenge like a i can't but mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. b like it's enough Hmm. and um see like just let me be willing like Hmm. I'm I'm here to serve you Hmm. like I I want you to be enough Hmm. in everything Hmm. like I think that's a big challenge yeah letting Christ be enough in everything yeah Yeah. man and so it just like fighting for that, praying for that, mm-hmm. um, I, and even prayer. Like you know, it's easy for me to like. Well, for all of us, I think like prayer is not our go-to. Mm. Um, where like 
you need to pray first. Mm. We need to, Job did that. Nehemiah Mm. did that. Like Mm. I need to stop and pray first and not think that that's not practical or not think (laughs) that like, okay, I'm going to do this first because I love Jesus. But then like, then I'll do something that's really helpful. You know, like, Mm -hmm. okay, that is helpful. Um, more helpful than anything. And like, let it be enough. Hmm. Let hmm. Jesus be enough. That's the challenge. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think that's a perfect place for us to end. And just as we were talking, I was thinking, you know, you you brought up a characteristic of God that, you know, we didn't name yet, but it is his steadfastness. Mm-hmm. You know, in our, in our sort of trying to figure out what he wants us to do, we don't often recognize, like, how steadfastly he says yes to us every single day. And he loves us every single day. And Mm -hmm. um, he is enough every single day. And and so I just love that he is teaching you that too. And um, that you are recognizing that as you make your decisions and as you mother and – yeah, I think that's a good word for our listeners. Yeah. And thank too. you, Lord. Yeah, yeah thank you, thank Lord. You. <laughs> that was Jesus. That, that was, was Jesus. Jesus. He did that. He did that, <laughs> listeners. He did he that. He did that. Thank you, Emma. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Dayton Women in the Word podcast. Our heart for you is that you become a mighty, awe-filled woman of God who knows, believes, and shares God's word in your areas of influence. We'd love to connect with you on our website, DaytonWomenInTheWord.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. In the meantime, we fervently pray Colossians 3, 16 through 17 over you. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. In whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him.